Well, hey, everybody, it's uh, time again for stories from Bittersweet Farm. I'm Ken Pierpont, and today's story is chapter 12 from my book for a few days, Stories from a Season of Life on a Family Farm. Chapter 12, A Surprise in the Driveway. When I was small, before my grandfather Pierpon had retired from Owens Corning Fiberglass in Newark, we visited the farm one weekend. It was those first few warm, wonderful days of summer. We suburban kids longed to deep, deeply to feel the grass between our toes. We longed for the touch of the evening breeze on our face, the sun on our heads, the scent of things that grow. We longed for a ride on the tractor for an evening with our cane poles on the edge of the quiet pond as the summer evening set in and the sound of crickets crescendo with the waning light. When we arrived, Grandpa announced that he had a surprise for us. It was in the lane. We would have to search for it. We all scurried to see what it was. The factory had discarded dozens of large green balls that looked like dark green glass marbles, a little darker in color than telephone insulator glass, but similar. Each round glass ball had a certain imperfection in it. Grandpa had spread them in the drive and told us if we found them that we could keep them. We gathered them greedily like little pirates. Back home marbles this size were called boulders, and we discovered to our delight that they were coveted by the neighbor kids. I had a large supply of them at one time, so I swapped them for steelies and other boulders and sometimes even for baseball cards. Grandma and Grandpa survived the depression, but not without hunger, not without hardship, and not without watching my great-grandfather lose my grandfather's childhood home, a pleasant farm whose house crowned a hill looking out over hills and valleys of pasture and field. It was on the main road through Chatham, just north of town, so we often rehearsed the sad story. I think it must have been a part of who my grandparents were. Grandma and Grandpa were serious about their work. They were diligent about their savings. They were conscientious about the smallest expenditure. They didn't waste things. They didn't throw away things that were used. They salvaged and found multiple uses for things. They saved things others threw away. They saw value in things others had no use for. Grandpa immediately saw value in the unique green glass balls. And that was years ago. The farm is no longer in the family. The place is still there, but almost nothing survives now that I remember from my youth, except for the great spruce still standing on the bank of the spring run, you could sift every stone in the lane that winds down from the road over the creek to the house, and you would find nothing but white native limestone gravel. I'm sure over the years we mined every green glass ball from that lane. I would very much love to have one of those marbles today. A stranger would never understand their value, but if you were to show one to my brothers or my sister, I'm sure it would start a bidding war. What if we had the ability to see today the value something would have once the years have passed? What if we could see ahead and know what, how worthless some things are that preoccupy us and worry us now? 
Wouldn't it be good to be able to see things that way? I pray that God will help me see the value of things the way he sees them through the lens of his perfect eternal evaluation. When time is no more, what will I value and what will I cherish? What among the things that I worry about here will lose its value when time is no more? And are you sure that what you're worrying about right now is worth worrying about? And are you sure the things you squander now won't have great value one day? Well, that's the story today from out on Bittersweet Farm, where every day is a beautiful day and the little light in the kitchen is always on. Now, here's a little tag on the end of the story. If you're still listening, you might have have heard some noise on the recording. You know, a a storm came through. I'm I'm recording this on a Saturday afternoon. It's actually the 22nd of July, a Saturday, the 22nd of July at about 4.28 p.m. And a a summer thunderstorm just came through. I had closed the window and I just opened it back up and the cool, fresh breeze was coming through. And uh, I just did not want to close out that wonderful air. I thought I'd just let you hear the natural sounds of an occasional car passing by Bittersweet Farm out on the road uh, south of, of Bittersweet Farm between here and the woods that wraps over the hill. And that there went an orange, uh, restored orange, looked like a Chevelle. Anyway. Great thing to be doing on a Saturday afternoon in the countryside, driving around your restored bright orange Chevelle, don't you think? Earlier today, I took a little ride on my bike. I have three bikes right now. One of them is, I call it happy because it's kind of like Saturday in the park. It sits upright and it's it's gray in color. It has, you know, fenders and, and it, it has an upright riding position. It's very relaxing, very... Very Saturday in the parky, I call it Happy. That's the name I gave it, Happy, or Saturday in the Park is its long name. Rode that today, about half an hour uh, after an elders meeting this morning and some work that I had to do, and uh, got up super early, so I had myself a little bit of a nap. I spent a lot of time working on my message. Can you hear that plane flying overhead? That's an automobile that went by. But you can hear the drone of a plane overhead today. I don't know why, but that's a sound that I love. And I always wonder, who's flying the plane? And where are they going? Why are they flying? And where are they going? I always think that. Well, anyway... um, I hope you enjoyed my memory from uh, my grandfather's farm. And maybe you understand why it interested me to be, oh, I don't know, a bit of a gentleman farmer uh, and have a place out a little bit where I could enjoy the sounds of nature and uh, spread spread out, have a little bit of elbow room and uh, maybe make stories of my own. I hope you're making stories of your own, that they're good stories, and that the Lord has given you a real clear understanding of what is going to have value in the future and what really isn't going to have value. Till next time, we'll see you soon. <laughs>